0: Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we have been doing a few little excerpts about the All-American Cup. And this time, we actually have one of the main, main guys associated with it uh, here today to uh, provide an interview. So Bryce, I know that we have had interactions with this gentleman in the past. They have always been fantastic. Why don't you cue it up for the folks out there?
1: Well, I am super excited to say that we are joined today by Mr. Nicholas Monroe, or known as Nick Monroe. Um, You know, this guy has had a storied uh, tennis career. Uh, He just retired at the U.S. Open after 18 years on the tour, um, you know, Ford tour doubles titles, uh, quarterfinalist at the 2017 U.S. Open and at the 2020 French Open. Uh, and he is now the tournament director for this new event that we're calling the All-American Cup. So we're going to chat it up with Nick today, find out more information about the All-American Cup and from whence it came. So without further ado. We welcome Nick Monroe to Brothers on Tennis.
2: <laughs> Thanks guys, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's oh, cool. an right. absolute pleasure. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's exciting, you know, with the All-American Cup, it's it's uh it's been fun kind of putting everything together. You know, it's basically a couple of years ago when we weren't playing any tennis during COVID and trying to figure a way for, you know, for anyone to play tennis and and especially on the American side, you know, we were we weren't sure when we should train and how we should go about our days. And, and so basically, you know, one of those things where everyone was doing so well leading into COVID, a lot of the Americans on the single side and, uh, yeah, just kind of, kind of found a way to, to figure out, you know, kind of where guys were based or where guys were born. And then I said, you know what, let's, let's kind of look at where guys were born. You know, I've seen an event where it was based on kind of, older generation against kind of the younger generation but then i thought about where guys were born and it just so happens with 16 guys in the top 100 on the american side that eight guys were born on the west coast eight guys were born on the east coast and then i thought man we can have an an all-star match and um you know you see that in every other sport whether it's nhl mlb uh nba and never really on the tennis side so american tennis is 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 flourishing and it's one of those things where it's just great to celebrate American tennis, right? You know, we've seen Taylor Fritz, you know, 11 in the world, Francis Tiafo doing his thing at the U.S. Open, and now top 20, uh, Tommy Paul doing his thing. And, you know, you just have so many Americans doing a great job of just kind of holding the flag and and, and young guys, right? Young guys, but then they've, they've learned from the older generation, too, if we want to call it older, but John Isner still doing his thing as well. So, you know, based on the eight guys from the West and the eight guys from the East. I thought about, Hey, let's, let's try to make it a, a tournament where we go five against five. Um, you know, and, and then that's where on the West coast, you've pretty much got, you know, for, for the teams are concerned. We've got Taylor Fritz, Marcos Chiron, Mackie McDonald, Jensen Brooksby, Steve Johnson, and then also bringing in Sam query as well. And then on the East, you know, we've got Isner sock Tiafo, Kudla and J.J. Wolf. So all these guys are super pumped to play. Um, you know, not everyone gets to play Davis Cup. Not everyone gets to play Labor Cup. Um, and not everyone play college tennis. So any kind of team event in tennis is something that I feel like guys look forward to. And uh, so that's why we're excited to have the All-American Cup.
0: Fantastic. And Nick, tell, we, let's dig into that a little bit more, because you're saying yeah. that you were on the couch and you were just sort of thinking <laughs> about this. I mean, how, what were your process steps as it relates to kind of pulling this together and even reaching out to all of the gentlemen that you just mentioned?
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I I mean, I think it was one of those things too, where I didn't know, no one really knew what the ATP schedule was going to look like, Um, you know, just because we were losing tournaments through COVID, um, just through sponsorship dollars and and for, you know, whatever it may be. And so it was like, okay, well, do we find a court in someone's backyard? Like, how do we just make a tournament. Um, and yeah, so it just kind of came to fruition where I just, you know, literally was on the couch, you know, two years ago during COVID. And, and then I started texting some of the guys I said, Hey, you know, if, if we do this kind of a, a tournament where it's you're on a team and based on where you guys live, would you guys be interested? And they're all like, yeah, man. I mean, of course this is, this is what, you know, guys <laughs> love to be on a team cheering for each other, uh, playing for another purpose other than themselves because we, we're always on the tour by ourselves, you know, every, every single week. So to be able to now cheer for each other and, and again, you know, American tennis guys are very close. Um, We're very close knit group, but let's say for a guy like Jensen Brooksby, you know, it was funny when I mentioned it to him, he was like, wow, man, do you you mean I get to be on a team? Like I've never, you know, he's never been on, he never played, (laughs) he never played college. He hasn't been on Davis cup yet, which I'm sure he will be. And he hasn't played labor cup, which I'm sure he will. But, you know, just to, finally be on a team with, with guys that he's played against guys that he knows. And, and that just creates a, a great bond, right? So um excited to, to bring it to San Antonio.
1: So I have a question with that, with the players. So when you're calling these players and you're trying to, you know, dip your toe in the water with them <laughs> on whether they play or not, it sounds like you had a pretty positive response. Yeah. What were some of the challenges you maybe had that things didn't come so easily for you with this All-American Cup?
2: Yeah, I think that, you know, look, you know, being from Austin, Texas, lived here the last 11 years. And so, you know, personally and selfishly, in my mind, I was like, OK, no better place in Austin, Texas to have it. It's right in the middle of East and West. And so, you know, to be fair, we we were trying to have it in September here in Austin, um, you know, with the h schedule, there's not a lot of weekends or weeks where you can find time in between the schedule. Like there's there's tournaments every single week. And obviously, as players, we want to go grab those points wherever we can to try to move our world ranking up. And, you know, so I, I found a week in September kind of right after U.S. Open. And I was like, oh, man, this is going to be great. And then all of a sudden Davis Cup moved their week to that week um, and weekend because it was kind of an open weekend. And so, so then it was like, shoot, you know, we had our, we had our venue in Cedar Park and we had everything set. And, uh, and then we were thinking, okay, shoot, we got to move it to November, basically after the Paris masters, because after the Paris masters kind of leads into only the top eight tournament or the next gen final. So we moved it to November and then then we lost our venue in Austin, you know, because basically we had it in September. Then when you move it to November, we had a venue that was a hockey arena. So then basically in November, they have hockey games and, and they said, look, we, now we can't do it. Um, and, you know, lucky enough for us, our main sponsors being Valero oil company, um, H-E-B, which is a big grocery store here in Texas and Frost bank, a prominent bank, um, are our main sponsors and they're based in San Antonio. So then they said, look, let's see what we can kind of pull off and, and they were able to find the Freeman Coliseum, which is pretty much in the parking lot of the AT&T Center, which is where the San Antonio Spurs play. Um, and so Freeman was able to to open the date for us. They had maybe a concert that was wanting to kind of have that date, but they were able to open it for for the tennis. You know, San Antonio is such a big tennis community. Um, they love their sports. And yeah, that was that was kind of the, the the biggest obstacle there as far as date was concerned. Um, and then with the players, you know, look, I've been on tour 18 years. Um, mm-hmm. I know I know all of the players. Um, you know, I've played doubles with most of them from from Isner <laughs> yeah. and Sock and Query and Tiafo and Tommy Paul and I played play doubles with most of the Americans, right? So um, to be able to have that kind of connection with everyone, you know, being 40 years old and a lot of these players being 20. Three, twenty-four. um, just being able to have that connection was big for them to kind of understand that, look, you know, I'm wanting to create an event that celebrates American tennis brings you guys together and, uh, just brings another light to the sport that I think is, um, that is needed and people want.
0: Absolutely. And I would imagine that they, you know, throughout their beginnings of their career, they probably looked up to you and you mentored them. So <laughs> that relationship is probably, uh, you know, yeah. a lot that went into that
2: as yeah. well. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, again, I, I played doubles with Francis Tiafo all of last year, and then we played the beginning of this year together. And 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 you know, just seeing him, you know, flourish and do as well as he is right now in the top twenty. You know, I played doubles with Taylor Fritz maybe five or six times, and obviously he's doing so well now at eleven in the world. And you know, just being able to, you know, yeah, I've been I've been around the tour quite a while, so being able to kind of give. You know any kind of tips that they've they've asked me about and and just hints as far as schedule is concerned and you know should they play doubles a certain week and different things that that uh, you know I think as a young player are important to understand and and about being professional as well. Um, you know I feel like I've tried to kind of get my little tidbits and that's that's what I'm looking to do here with this tournament. Bring guys together, have some fun with it, and um, and just let guys really just just have a good time.
1: So with the uh, format of the All-American Cup, you have Team East and you have Team West, and you probably have already seen that Bryce, I mean Bryce myself, <laughs> and Isaac, we have our own teams that we've adopted. So I have Team East, who I've nicknamed Team Showtime, and Isaac has Team West. That he has nicknamed Team Scrappy, but <laughs> I have a question specifically for my team because I yep. think this
2: player would have been on my team. Yeah, why
1: don't I see Tommy Paul?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tommy. Tommy has been. Uh, he's been all about the tournament i mean he's 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 been extremely excited one of the things where he's been doing so well right i mean tommy paul is also i think now he's maybe around 30 in the world um something Mm -hmm. like that and he's been doing so well so he's had a full schedule you know he went to labor cup he went to davis cup and and so after the paris masters you know he said look man I, i gotta take one week vacation just to kind of you know get away from tennis and then now that the usa is in the finals of davis cup he wanted right. to just to be able to have a week off and then be able to go into Davis cup, you know, kind of a little bit refreshed. Cause then after Davis cup is straight into preseason. So, so for Tommy, you know, between Tommy and his coach, Brad Stein, that was kind of their feeling as far as look, let's try to have one week um, that, that maybe we take off here. And, and that's, you know, between the team, that's what they decided. And you, and you have to respect it too. Cause obviously he's been doing so well and he's such, mm-hmm. he literally, I'll tell you this from day one, he he's been like, I'm playing. And another guy that, that we don't have on east is riley opelka and i think as most people know he's having hips had hip surgery and so he's out until kind of beginning of next year you know so between tommy and riley you know those are another two guys that you have on the east coast that could obviously do some serious damage for the team um but it's still an obviously an unreal team with isner and and tiafo sock kula and wolf but you know those are two guys that that also could be involved with team east in the future
0: Absolutely. No, that's good to hear. And I'm happy that you explained that because that's one of the things Bryce and I went back and forth on is where's Tommy and where's Ryan. <laughs> so <laughs> very, yeah. very,
2: very happy for that clarification, Nick. Yep. Um, no, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And 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 so and, and then
2: as far as as far as as far as the West is concerned, one guy that is on the West is Nakashima and he has next gen mm. final which is the yeah. same week as our tournament. So that was another guy who was, complete, you know, he's all about the tournament completely in. So now after this year, he, you know, will not be, you know, part of the next gen final just because of age and whatnot. So then he would be a part of it going into next year as well. So just to clarify kind of a few guys that, Maybe people are like, where where's this guy or that guy? you know they've been completely in from day one, and whether it's injury or next gen final, um those were the reasons so huh.
1: can I that- can I just quickly ask Isaac before you come back in yeah, yeah, what about cordda
2: so corda so Corda is another guy that he also it wants to play, um so we we're still in conversation with him that, you know, look like we try to get him in there if we can. And um, so, yeah, Korda is another guy who would be on Team East. So Team East okay. would be – Team East is pretty stacked on that side. So, you know, with Corda, you know, again, it, it's, it's, it's scheduling, right? Everyone kind of has particular schedules, uh, what right. they feel is best for their game at that time. Um, so yeah, he's another guy that, that will be on team East, if not this year, um, you know, going into the future for sure.
0: And I guess Nick, Nick, from a timing perspective, do you think that this is where the all American cup will land consistently going forward? Okay. So it won't potentially go back to September as you were initially thinking.
2: No, absolutely. This is the time it's going to land. We've already, um, solidified, um, HEB Center in Cedar Park, Texas, which is about 20 minutes from Austin. We've already solidified that weekend. So it's going to be Veterans Weekend um, Mm -hmm. leading into every year moving forward, uh, which is perfect for an All-American Cup, right? So so we've solidified the venue in, in Cedar Park 20 minutes from Austin for next year.
0: And what drove the decision to go back and forth? And you may have alluded to this, but yep. what what made the decision to yep. do San Antonio, then Austin and kind of go back and forth between the two? Well, I
2: mean, there's just there's so many tennis fans in, in both locations. Right. And it's only an hour away. But by the same token, you know, Austin is where I live. So for me, you know, personally, it's like, well, I kind of <laughs> wanted to have it in, in my city, you know, and, 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 you know, and I and I have you know, a bunch of friends that are going to come to San Antonio, but also, um, you know, additional sponsors here in Austin that would love to see it here, um, you know, to give their extra sponsorship in this area. Um, and also by the same token, you know, again, three of our main sponsors are San Antonio based. Um, so just to, you know, make sure that we kind of, solidify both cities and sponsorships and all the the fan bases from from both areas and and i think that i think that uh between both cities everyone's gonna have a great time
1: and of course it was an awesome choice for you to pick the brian brothers to be the captains <laughs> of these two teams i mean oh, that, yeah. that was just that yeah so i believe yeah. both of them are from california
2: yep so, so- yeah. How did you? <laughs> yeah. you got so to that, so that? So that's interesting that you asked that, because, you know, I, I you know, Bob Bryan was the first call that I made because, you know, most people maybe don't know this, but Bob Bryan lives in Florida and Mike Bryan lives in California. So uh, I thought, man, this could work because they live on opposite sides of the, of the uh, U.S. Right? And so these are two guys that obviously have been on the same side of the court. Ever since they've been little kids, and and they're two of the most competitive individuals you ever meet. I mean, I I tell people all the time, like obviously I played against them quite a few times, but I practiced them a lot and. You know, the stories I have just even in practice, like if Mike Bryan will miss a volley, Rob Bryan was hitting a ball in, in his back. Like, how do you miss that volley? Like, you know, these guys like these guys are two of the most, and it's literally practice. Like, no one cares. No one's really even watching. And we're at the French Open, and Mike Bryan's like literally pelleting him in the back you know, with the ball. And I'm like, no one cares, you know, but they're just so competitive. And so for them now to be on opposite sides of the court is just going to be something that I think You know, people are going to be excited to watch, you know, again, Bob Ryan was able to, you know, due to Marty having some kind of COVID issues, Marty Fish having COVID issues for Davis Mm -hmm. Cup. Bob Ryan stepped in for Davis Cup and, you know, the guys really enjoyed and loved having him there. So, again, for for the American players, they all look up to Bob and Mike and and um, they just yeah, they can't wait to be a part of the team and have those guys captaining them
0: nice nice and and just from a reaction standpoint of the competition between the two have they have they <laughs> kind oh, of done anything oh, spe- specific oh, at this point oh yeah
2: well <laughs> it, well i guess if you look so so the format basically is friday with four matches is is one point saturday four matches again each each match is two points and then on sunday we have three matches, each match is four points. And so it's funny, kind of the banter that's been going back and forth between these guys. Like basically Bob's been telling Mike, he's like, well, leading into Sunday, he's like, look, we have a doubles match. And who's going to beat sock and Isner on Sunday. He's like, that's, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's like, Mike, Mike, what doubles team do you have? That's going to, he's like, that's four points for me right there. You know? So, so, so basically the banter that's been going back and forth as far as matchups and, you know these kinds of things has is, is been funny. You know, and and I tell you, man, they are so competitive. You know, again, I was with them at the U.S. Open, and we're doing a pro am, you know, with the USDA Foundation for about two hours, and they're like two courts away, like talking about their their team and this kind of stuff. Like it was it, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. So, <laughs> so I think I, like, I really I really do think people are really going to enjoy just kind of their competitive edge um obviously so they're they're also doing the player party they have a band the brian brothers yes. band so they're they're going to be performing at the player party on thursday night um you know and the player's going to be there you know we've we've got soto uh, rick soto uh clothing company here out of Austin, texas it's going to be fitting the guys with with suits we have helm boots that's giving wow, guys nice he's giving each guy two pairs of boots for their suits um we've got oakley that stepped in to help the players with sunglasses like so we've got a lot of really nice. cool uh sponsors and and people that want to just be involved to to make it fun for the players for for the fans and obviously the captains are are kind of second to none so to be fun
1: right So for people that will not be in the San Antonio area, this is being covered by the Tennis Channel, right?
2: Yes, it is Uh, being covered by the Tennis Channel. You know, I've been with them now two years and, Mm -hmm. you know, they're excited to have it. So basically we have two sessions, one session at two thirty, one session at 7. Um, Our 2.30 session will be on uh, Tennis Channel T2 and TC+. And then our seven o'clock session will be on the main linear network. And then we also have Mike Russell and Ryan Harrison um, coming into San Antonio to commentate for the matches. Um, Those will be
1: our.
2: Yeah, those will be our commentators for the matches. And then, um, yeah, so it'll be great just to have those guys, which, you know, they obviously know all the players and they've, you know, Michael Russell coaching Taylor Fritz, uh, Ryan Harrison, he obviously, you know, still playing great tennis, um, playing on a challenger level, but he'll be back on the ATP before you know it. So two guys that obviously know every player. Um, so just bringing that extra insight to, to what's happening and, and probably I'm sure some personal stories will be, will be told in there as well.
0: Nice. Very nice. And, and Nick, so we've been talking about sort of the, the, the forward facing parts of the tournament um, this is actually your, I guess, at least I'm going to assume this is your first endeavor of <laughs> stepping yeah. out there, being a tournament yeah. director. Talk yeah. to us about sort of the behind the scenes and what are the things that you, at this point, even though the event has not even started yet, what are the things that you've encountered, either challenges or otherwise, and learnings that you have kind of, um, you know, that, that you've taken, taken already?
2: well uh i mean how much time do we have <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, it it it's literally been uh it's like learning a new craft right um yeah. you know it was the same thing with tennis channel when i kind of first went in there i'd never commentated before but i knew the players and i knew the stories i could tell and it was you know and i knew the game or i know the game so it was kind of studying the craft in a way right you got to study it so yeah, you know, look look before I even started with the tournament, I reached out to Carl Hale, the tournament director for Toronto, good friend of mine, and just kind of kind of tried to figure out the odds and ends of what I might not know from specific tournaments. So yeah, you know, it's been interesting. You know, like I said, we're doing the Freeman Coliseum. So look, first thing you gotta do is find a court. Um, you know, so so that's that's been <laughs> that that's been an interesting endeavor. We we actually we were able to go through world team tennis to uh kind of, you know, there's certain Companies, whether it be World Team Tennis or, you know, in Dallas they have a specific court that they own that they were using for their, their ATP event. So, long story short, what we did was, you know, I have some good connections with World Team Tennis, so we found a court through them that we're able to bring in from California. So, you know, we're literally transporting the court from California to to San Antonio, um, you know, and then and then painting the court the way that we want it, you know, with with a darker blue in the middle and the red on the outside and obviously the red, white, and blue, uh, to go with the all American cup. Um, and then just, you know, obviously getting the umpires involved and ball kids and, um, you know making sure that the chair umpire has a tablet for the scores and things like that things as, as a player you don't even think about like i just go mm-hmm. out there and i play the match right i don't think about <laughs> i don't think about the chair umpire having a tablet right so, so <laughs> right. i'm, so I'm like, I guess i I'm like i guess i gotta figure out who has the tablet so that i can go find that for him you know so so little so little things like that 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 uh that have come to light um and then you know who's gonna do the lighting in the venue you know is actually even a few days ago you know we have we have a Company. We have, you know, the commentators or whatever. And a few days ago, someone reached out and was like, well, who's going to do your lighting and that kind of stuff in the menu?" And I was like, uh, I don't know. Is that, <laughs> then the the venue do that? And so we, so we literally had to find another company who's going to do that kind of stuff. So, so, you know, we, now we have everything together. Um, you know, we're, we're a month and a week away. So, mm-hmm. you know, everything is in place to make this very special and, uh, it's, yeah. But needless to say, it's been a learning process. But, you know, the good thing is, is that when I first got this idea, I reached out to a good friend of mine, Chadwick Bird. He owns Tennis Ventures, which is a all-inclusive tennis vacation company. So he takes groups to the slams. He takes groups to Australia, French, Wimbledon, Rome. Um Barcelona they now do a trip to Rafa's Academy so you know basically if anyone goes on a trip with Tennis Ventures on one trip they've been on every trip you know so kind of I met him (laughs) 10 years ago they became a sponsor of mine and it's gone from a sponsor to a friendship to to where you know we're brothers now it's family you know so he was kind of the first guy I, I reached out to and said look what do you think about this idea and and you know I know you're in the, the vacation business, but maybe we can kind of figure out a way to get into the tournament business. And so we we came together and then and then we said, look, we you know, we obviously need to make a team around this. And so then we brought along Tim Stollard, who has been doing events for ever. Um, I would say, I don't know exactly how many years, but probably 25, 30 years where, you know, he's, he does a ton with the Brian, Steve Johnson, Sam Query, he does a lot of exhibitions. He just started um, Spitalina, Alina Spitalina's foundation about a year and a half ago. Um, and so, you know, he's definitely our event guy that kind of is like, Oh wait, we need this. We need that. And we're like, okay, really? Okay, great. Thanks for telling us. Like we didn't know those (laughs) kinds of things. So, so he's done a ton of those things. And then, and then we also brought along Reed Ryan, who is Nolan Ryan's son. Um, he was the president of Houston. He was the president of Houston Astros for about 10 years um, and, and now has his own company called RS three. Uh, so it's Reed Sanders baseball So they, So he's into baseball and rodeos. They build ballparks, they do events. Um, and so, yeah, so now amongst that team, right. You, we have a good core of people that, you know, with me knowing the players and kind of what tennis tournament should be in my opinion, and then mm-hmm. going on with, with, um, Chadwick bird who does his vacations and knowing all of that side of thing and then tim stall and reed ryan so great team and and uh you know wouldn't want to be in business with anyone else other than those guys for sure
1: that is incredible um well i tell you what as we're starting to ramp up our excitement for the all american cup like i said uh i've got the east isaac's got the west um (laughs) we're looking at you know um talking to the captains sometime yeah, soon absolutely. and and probably even some of the players to kind of help build, yeah. uh, some of the hype. But yep. what I wanted to do before we ended this, this, uh, talk, is there anything that you wanted to share with our audience about the cup, about, uh, their viewing of it, anything at all?
2: Yeah. You know what? I look again, the whole premise for me, again, is just going back to, kind of celebrating American tennis, you know, like we are obviously this ends up being kind of the perfect timing with Francis and Taylor and all these guys doing so well. Um, but you know, this, this idea came to fruition even before that, uh, you know, a couple of years ago and, and, um, you know, I just think it's, it's, you know, showing the guys a lot of love, right. They have so much energy on the court. Um, they love being a part of a team, you know, if it's Davis cup or labor cup, you kind of see the team, stuff on you know on tv you see that energy that's amazing and i think that you know showing these guys the love and 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 again it just kind of helps also bring tennis to the forefront in in the u.s right and around the world um just being able to watch these guys so i think if anything i just want people to you know be able to enjoy the tennis enjoy the energy come out to san antonio have some fun we're going to have a lot of games out there, live music, DJs, um, you know, it's going to be a full on event. And uh, that's what I want people to enjoy. And, and I think if anyone saw Francis Tiafo at U.S. Open, you know, he is he's he's a, he's a ball. I've never seen somebody walk into a room and just light up the room every time he goes somewhere. So so for him to, you know, he's he can't wait to be a part of this. So for people just to come out and enjoy it is, is what uh, what it's all about.
0: Excellent, excellent. Well, Nick, we are extremely excited about the All American Cup. It could not be led by a better person. Uh, we have yeah. definitely enjoyed our interactions with you, not only that as a player and now as a tournament director. We we are very impressed with what you are doing, and uh, we just say keep it up and keep it moving, keep it going.
2: <laughs> well, thanks, guys. I, I really appreciate you guys. Thanks for your time, and uh, and let's go get it.
1: Oh, and before we leave, and I know we mentioned this in some of our correspondence, but for our listeners, we would still love your assistance in getting a souvenir shirt from the event that is signed by all of the players that we can uh, have as a giveaway for our fans. Absolutely. Um, So, you yeah. Heard it from the tournament director there, <laughs> y'all.
2: There's a, well, there's well, a
1: gift for a very lucky somebody
2: coming after the event. No, absolutely. We'll make we'll make that happen. And and again, you know, with with the Bryan brothers, you know, the, our biggest thing is this is going to be a staple on the calendar for Americans. You know, at the end of the year, a team event. So yeah, you'll we'll get we'll get that shirt signed, and and that'll be uh, for all the fans for sure. Oh, that is awesome. So.
1: On behalf of the podcast, thank you so much, uh, Nick, for joining us and giving us more information on the All-American Cup. And to our listeners, you will see plenty more from Isaac and I on this cup, but stay tuned, mark it on your calendar, and let's support this awesome new event. So goodbye from Bryce and Isaac, and Nick, we will talk to you later.
2: Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it, and we'll talk soon. All right